0: Hey, hey, hey! This is Miss Kame on the Miss Kame show. We are live in the studio today. This is such an amazing day today. I'm celebrating the life of my mother, Miss Beautiful Linda Lou. She passed away six short years ago, 2008. Today, to the day. 1215 this morning I'm live in the studio with a very very special guest of course we have the fabulous super amazing talented always on the scene on location Mr. Davies Chirwa with DC Productions in the studio filming today Um, I want to thank my sponsors. I want to thank Dina Schroeder with Narium. She is a platinum sponsor of the Miss Kamei Show. We thank her so much for her sponsorship. The show is possible today because of her sponsorship. Also, Crossroads Kingdom Ministries, um, Pastor Larry Brooks and his family and his ministry out there in Kent, they support the Miss Kamei Show, and we are so, so appreciative and thankful of their sponsorship. Um, That music that you just heard today, folks, that is brand new music from John Etiquette. This Girl on his uh, brand new album, uh, Definition of Etiquette, uh, the song This Girl featuring Squeak Nutty Bug, produced by DJ Funk Daddy, uh, live on the Miss Kamei Show. Um, I'm going to welcome my, my special studio guest, my lovely, beautiful, younger sister, Miss Tamura Azeem. Welcome to the show, sister. Well, thank you so very much. It's been my pleasure to come today. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Don't be so serious. You got to loosen up a little bit. We're live on the air. People want to know who you are. We got to, you know, you're the younger sister, so you're you're supposed to be wild, and you know, you you gotta you gotta show them out. You think so, huh? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, no one does that better than you, man That's kind of tough. <laughs> no, it's really my pleasure, and thank you for having me today. It is a very special day for us, and so yes. I'm so glad to be here with you.
0: Thank you. Welcome to my world. This is this is it. This is where it goes down in the studio. Um, you are first a daughter uh mother, wife, professional businesswoman and and definitely my sister um How was your mother's day? let's go back to that. How was your mother's day?
1: It was very nice, very nice, always kind of a bittersweet day it's great to be a mom, but also it's a time where I really miss my mom and I'm sure you do as well
0: yeah, yeah,
1: um but um, I work in the retail world, so I worked part of the day. And my boss was gracious enough to let me get out a little bit early, so I was able to go spend a little bit of quality time with my husband and my son. Um, So it was a real special day. We just try to relax and enjoy our time together. Every moment counts.
0: Yes, yes. Isn't that the truth? Um, Isn't everyday Mother's Day for you?
1: Well, I am taken (laughs) care of pretty well by my sister, my husband, (laughs) and my son, but... um, You know, just celebrating life. You know, when you lose someone close to you, you really take every day for what it is. And it's a great day. You can never live it again. And so live with no regrets. Yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: What is your most or when was your most memorable Mother's Day? What's your your most favorite? You know, like what's popping up in your mind right now? Your most memorable Mother's Day memory.
1: Well, the the most prominent memory that I would have of Mother's Day actually was a very sad day. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, our mom was in the hospital and she was in ICU, and she was. We had plans to take her out that Mother's Day in two thousand eight.
0: Yeah, um, I think it was
1: Anthony. She wanted her favorite co- <laughs> coconut <laughs> yeah. shrimp. That's all we've been hearing about. <laughs> She's trying to put always put the extra food in her purse, and we said, "Mom, it's okay. We can get the doggy bag." But you know, hey, that's a whole other story. You yeah, know? Um, but it was on Mother's Day of 2008, fell on a different day, um, that she actually decided that she just did not want to go on with dialysis treatment anymore. And yeah, and I remember that day was really hard for me. And so, you know, I've had a lot of wonderful Mother's Days. um, But that day really, unfortunately, is probably the strongest in my mind. And she was trying so hard to hang on. And I remember when she was telling us that she really wanted to be done with dialysis. She was in so much pain and living in so much discomfort. She actually was apologizing and yeah, saying she yeah. how sorry she was that, you know, she was going to just decide to quit treatment, which, which ultimately means she's going to die within a couple of days. Yeah, and yeah. Such a hard choice. I mean, I can't believe it, but I, I was so hurt that she felt she had to say she was sorry. Yeah. You know, and you really see um, how she was really living every day for us. You yes. know, and I remember so many times as a child, you know, she's a single mom for a long time and yep. um, how her face would light up when she saw you and me. Yeah. Yes, we were we were everything to her. It feels really great to be means so much to someone to really feel that way. How many people can really say that today?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I used to have people say to me, like, your mom was, you know, here or there talking about you and just going on and on and on and on and on about you. And, you know, there were times when, you know, I I obviously wasn't the best child um, and used to think, like, Mm -hmm. really? (laughs) And used to think, hey, my sister's got my board off in the studio laughing. Davies, don't you dare laugh Mm -hmm. at her. (laughs) Um, But I remember, you know, hearing stories of of people saying, you know, your mom, I heard your mom talking about you and, you know, just talking about all the things that, that I was doing and just how proud she was. Um, Mm -hmm. because she was a single parent and she did raise you and I by herself for for many, many years on her own, working, you know, two, sometimes three jobs like
1: so many women out there today.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, We we had an opportunity, you know, obviously to know who our real father was. And and not that this interview today is about our father, but we did have an opportunity to to really hear his side of the the story and, and, and his reasons for um, the relationship, you know, and the marriage not working out, and um, you know, as kids, we don't understand because we're children, and there's right. conversations that we're not, you know, privy to. Um, but I, I think, you know, our parents did the best job that they could do at the time, yes. you know, considering the circumstances. And now that we are adults and we've had relationships, you know, obviously that didn't work out. Um, We we have a better understanding now as adults. Why? Why our parents divorced?
1: Absolutely. And we see that, hey, maybe it wasn't as easy as we thought it would have been as kids. You know, as you get into the real world and as you're an adult and married and have children, it's a tough job. It really is for anyone.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Especially with kids like you and I.
1: Well, kids like you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was a
1: good girl. Yeah, whatever. <laughs>
0: um, were, were you excited when you knew you were going to be a sister? I mean, we we both know that, you know, our parents didn't really expect to have children. And, and of course, you know, when they did, it, it was a, a
1: blessing and, and very joyous for them. So do you remember back then? Were you Absolutely. excited? Yeah. Absolutely. I remember laying on uh, mom's bed with her, with her being pregnant, and we were talking about names and, there was a little girl in my ballet class, and her name was Kame. And so I said, how about Kamei? And so <laughs> that name stuck. And so I feel really proud to be a part of that. Aww. And I um, vividly remember that moment. You know, I'm 46 this year, and so I, I really remember that. It's great. I also remember the day Mom brought you home. Yeah, she yeah. opened the passenger side door and she was just so proud and so happy to have you and yeah so and I was glad she was finally home she's gone a couple of days and I was kind of <laughs> tough you know dad trying to get you fed and all this stuff so but, but yeah you were always a blessing and um it was such a such a blessing having you as a younger sister mm-hmm. you know Kimei's actually teasing in the beginning you know I am the older sister and <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, just you so much looked up to me and yeah, wanted yeah. to be with me. And on the weekends, you know, you could sleep in my room. And it was just, you know, it was all about I was the big sister. And so we was yeah. a lot to live up to. And it's great that today um, we're still really close. And, yes. uh, you know, I mean, I, I really think... Um, I just think it's great.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely a blessing because not everybody has that experience. Sure, with absolutely. Their, their parents, their mothers, uh, their siblings as well. Um, we're gonna take a short break. Um, when we come back, we're, we're gonna get get more into uh, our life together with our mother. When we come back, stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Don't t- change that dial. You are listening to Miss Kame on the Miss Kame Show on Alternative Talk, eleven fifty a.m.
1: Alternative Talk, 1150. Quiet numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. And we're broadcasting 24-7 on the AM dial and streaming around the world at 1150kknw.com. But did you know you can also tune in to the Miss Kamei Show locally on an HD FM channel 2? That's right, Alternative Talk, 1150 is also simulcast at 98.9 FM HD channel 3. It's a high-quality digital sound with a crystal-clear over-the-air signal throughout the Puget Sound region. You'll need an HD radio, and affordable tuners are available at most electronics retail outlets. Here's an amazing act. Here's a tremendous act. Here's a... The Miss Kame Show on Alternative Talk 1150 at 98.9 FM HD Channel 3. Check us out today.
0: There's an age-defying breakthrough discovered in biotech research. Bottom line, zero hype. It works. 15 plus years of clinical research shows astounding improvement in the skin, up to 67% reduction in fine and deep lines and wrinkles lack of firmness, pore size, hyperpigmentation, and past sun-damaged skin. Your search for the fountain of youth stops right here. Look and feel better. Go to MiracleSkinDiscovery.com to learn more about Miracle Skin Discovery. That's MiracleSkinDiscovery.com. Each year, more than 13 million children are homeless and their numbers are growing. They are hungry and sick twice as often as other children. They have difficulty in school, and by age eight, one in three has major mental health problems. This message is for the sole purpose to appeal to your humanitarian conscience, to bring public awareness to the flight of women and children homelessness in our communities. Volunteers and supporters are in demand, and you can make a difference for families in need. The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye, therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that He would send forth laborers into His harvest.
1: This public message has been approved by and sponsored by Crossroads Kingdom Ministry crkm.org This is Alternative Talk 1150 Got it Cool
0: Hey 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 this is Miss Kame on the Miss Kame show <clears throat> I'm live in the studio today with my beautiful older sister i can say older now because she she said it so all these years we've been telling everybody that that i'm the older sister and i'll take responsibility for that i'll be the leader i'll i'll do it but since you put it out there on on the air live for the whole world to hear i guess we can kind of be honest now right yeah you're the baby <laughs> um before we took a break um we were we were talking about the, the blessing of of being able to share our life with our mother and our father as well as uh you and I. Yes. And there there were years where where we really didn't get along as siblings. Um and even up until mom did pass away um where we really had to learn how to have a relationship together. It was a little kind of rocky there in the beginning because when mom was alive, she was always the mediator. She always mm-hmm. was the go-between. So, you know, if I was mad at you, I didn't really have to talk to you, really. Mm-hmm. I would always know what was going on in your life or, you know, the, the life of your kids through her. Mm-hmm. So I, I was never forced to really have a relationship with you until she wasn't there any longer. So um, was that a
1: challenge for you back then? Well, not really. I mean, I just think that you have to look at it as in a realistic fashion that, you know, we are sisters. Mm -hmm. So to me, that's just that's an unspoken given. And no matter what, we stick together. Yeah. Now, maybe not everyone feels that way. Yeah. But um, as siblings, we also are growing up and changing. Our lives are changing. Uh, Faith, not faith. Marrying someone in a different faith. Yeah. Having a child being in a relationship that maybe isn't up to par yeah so you know things in our lives personally were changing and just trying to stay sisters and you know even through i think through even the thick and thin of it we still did great yeah yeah um and is it easy you bring two sisters in here it, it never is easy yeah absolutely. you know and, and that is that is the the glory of life and the blessings that we have and, right you know, obviously, um, we've remained close throughout the years, and and mom was always the mediator. You know, mothers love their children equally. When yes. when I was pregnant with my second child, um, I had a very dear friend of mine. Her name is Shannon Hanson. Tell me, you know, don't worry, you'll have enough love for both of your children yeah, because yeah. love multiplies. You know, don't yes. have to worry about. Oh, I love Madison so so much. How can I love? another child as much. I mean, how am I going to share that or divide that love? You don't divide it. It multiplies. Yes, yes. And so, you know, as we grow up and we get older and we have children and have marriages and and we're still sisters. Right, right. Dynamics change, you know, um, things, factors change. But in the end, you know, we're sisters. Right. And I I think people need to really consider that, putting your family and your siblings first. You know, you don't always have to agree on everything, but agree to get along.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, Mom sacrificed
0: so much of her own life to be a mother to us, um, especially at those times when she was raising us by herself. Um, now that you're a mother,
1: is that something that you that you can relate to? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I just didn't really understand a lot of it as a young adult right. why she gave so much to us and right. didn't wasn't selfish more. Didn't you know take time for herself more and do more for her. It was always about taking care of us. We were very blessed because of it. Yeah. But as a mother, <laughs> it's your pleasure, your purpose, your joy comes from your children. Yeah. Children, children. Yes. Nurturing them, taking care of them, making sure they're fed, you know, those are things that bring your heart great joy. And I really look back and think that was true with mom.
0: Yeah. When when she was sick, um, you know, the the last, you know, few years of her life, um, she did live with you. And um, we, we actually watched, you know, her health deteriorate. Yes. And we, we knew once she was diagnosed with kidney failure that it that it would be a matter of time. Um There towards the end, you know, the last, I would say, six months of her life, she she was really suffering, really, really, really suffering. Yes. And and I remember that time, and and I I, want to be transparent and and really share this with our audience, because as selfish as we were in that moment, as much as we loved our mother and as much as we wanted her to live forever, and we wanted her to be here every day, she was suffering. She -hmm. was suffering, um, horribly suffering. And... I know for me that was something that I really needed to put before my feelings was her suffering her sacrifice her 60 some years you know or 50 some years 40 some years of being a mother and giving to me giving to me giving to me that I needed to give to her I needed to give her the peace and the 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 the, the comfort in her mind that we we got it from here you know yes. we we wanted her to to be at peace, absolutely and,
1: um, it's really hard to see someone that you love so much, like your mother or your yeah. father in pain and yes, and she was just you know twenty two hours a day sleeping, the two hours she'd be awake she'd be in pain and vomiting, yeah. and yeah, you know, just just not it's no life, yeah, you know? yeah,
0: I remember she could only drink coke, like that's all <laughs> she could drink and eat was you know, give me a Coke, babe, get me a coke and Sometimes I have Coke now, and I'm just like, oh, my God, how did she drink this stuff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, um, knowing that she is, you know, in heaven and she she has definitely, you know, definitely is resting
1: in peace. Does that bring any comfort to you? Absolutely. It brings me comfort every day. And, um, you know, our mom was cremated and we have some ashes that we wear around our neck often. And mm-hmm. I actually have her remaining ashes in an urn right on my nightstand. And I touch it at night. And yeah. Tell her good night and brings me a lot of comfort knowing that she's not in pain, but also knowing that she really is seeing what's going on. And, you know, today it's like I say sometimes just out there, you know, boy, mom, I get it. Yeah. I I know you're there, mom. I know you're really there. I can Mm -hmm. really feel it. Yeah. And, you know, we've had a couple, um, you know, interesting things happened since she's passed that yeah. have really given us some revelation that she really is right sitting here on my shoulder. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Um you know I remember telling her when she had come home to to pass away that you know, mom, I if you're there, you know, I know there's life after death, and if you're there, can you whisper in my ear? Whisper in my left ear. My mother and I were both left handed, and so I said, <laughs> Whisper in my in my left ear <clears throat> mm-hmm. and she goes, I will do my very best to try. Yeah. Yeah. And um it was probably about, you know, four or five, six months after she was gone. Um, where I actually really get this sensation in my left ear. And it's actually, I hear a heartbeat. Yeah. It's like it's, I'm hearing my own heartbeat. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And it's at first I, I didn't recognize really maybe what it could be. And I guess we always hope, hope it's them. You know, yes, you always yes. want that hope that you're holding on to. Yeah. But um, it, it comes at times that I really need her. And yeah. it comes at times when I really need that comfort. And so I know it's her. Yeah, I know absolutely. it's her there. And it's always my left ear. Isn't that so funny? It's yeah. always my left ear. <laughs>
0: Well, um, for those of us that believe um, and believe in, you know, the spirit and the presence of somebody, um, I've actually had um, the blessing and um, the the gift of mom speaking to me um, through somebody and it will be in a conversation and, you know, I, I will be engaged and all of a sudden it's like this seventh, eighth sense that comes to me and I'm focused on the conversation and the words that are being said to me. And I know without a doubt, without a doubt that she's speaking to me. Yes. And it's usually something about life, you know, business decision, um, you know, a relationship, that sort of a thing, something very, very, very significant to her. Um, your, your daughter, I'm going to switch gears a little bit. Um, your daughter, my niece. Um, oh my gosh. First, first child, first grandchild, first niece, first everything. And just an amazing young lady that absolutely. she is. Absolutely,
1: very, very proud. Yes, is, yes. I tell her you've exceeded my expectations. Oh, absolutely, at she's absolutely. Just such a wonderful yes, young lady. Um,
0: she's away at college, and yes. you know we've walked that journey, and um, you know taking her to college and her coming home on the weekends and holidays, and um, you know fr- from from the perspective of a mother, is, is that hard? Is that hard? You know, because there were times, you know, us growing up, I mean, I remember I moved to Dallas with this crazy boyfriend one time and you, you know, (laughs) you moved to Twin Falls, you know, because of
1: your career. And and, don't forget mom joined the circus once. Yeah, she
0: she sure (laughs) did. We've seen a lot of colorful life. (laughs) Yeah. And it was the lion tamer that that got her, right? Raul. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's so hilarious. She goes, oh
1: honey, let me tell you about Raul. I said, mom, I don't think I want to know. I don't think I want to know. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's true. Um, you know, is is it is it hard as a parent? You know, when your when your children leave, because they have to live their life. They have to get out and experience life and and grow Absolutely. on their own.
1: Absolutely. You know, I really think that Madison and I are really close, and um, it was really hard for her to leave the home and go to school, And but I know it's a necessary thing that needs to really happen. Yeah, of course. Um, and so we stay in contact a lot, but it actually has been a very, very good time for me, a very good time for reflection and yeah. growing and really being able to sit back and take a little bit more of a, a closer look at my my daily life and activities and how I interact with my family and yeah. you and yeah, absolutely. just trying to live each day to be better be a better person have yeah. a better influence yeah and when- so because um you know I have my husband Zeeshan at home and my son Shamir Taj you know there's a lot of male activity going on there you know and so it does give me a little bit of time just to kind of have some chill out time yeah. but when Madison comes back it's it's such a great day I feel like my home is really complete yeah and, yeah when you know back. we are we are really happy mm-hmm. to have her when she comes yeah so. Um, During my week of of this
0: interview, um, you know, I've been uh, sharing it on social media and and I've shared my life, you know, publicly in in pretty complete transparency. And um, I asked for people to contact me and share a little bit about them and their mothers with me. Oh, how wonderful. Um, yeah. And and so I want to take a moment. I had, had a few people here that I, I want to, you know, highlight. Uh, Mr. Daryl Harris is somebody that has reached out and connected with me. Um, he's shared how his mother's given him uh, love and fruit of spiritual guidance of how um, and who a man should be, how a man should think, talk, um, and walk in God's mm, that's eyes. Wonderful. Yes, um, even when he would sway away, you know,
1: when he would stray.
0: That's um, the love of a mother. Yes. Loves you
1: unconditionally. Absolutely. Yes.
0: Um, he shares that she would wait patiently for him to come back. Um, so I just wanted to share that. Thank you so much, Daryl Harris, for writing Thank into you. the Ms. Kamei show. Also, Miss Nisi Ross, she was actually a, a guest previously on the Miss Kamei show. Um, she sent in um, a little story about her mom and how her mother's such a pillar in the community down in Tacoma. Um, she has fed um, the homeless and, and underprivileged families in the Hilltop area for over 10 years. Um, she also runs a private home for disadvantaged adults in the Tacoma community and has helped um, find employment for disabled citizens as well. So um, major, major, you know, difference that that woman is making in the community as a mother, being an example to her children. Um, Nisi Ross is actually walking in the footsteps of her mother doing those same types of things as well. What a blessing. Um, And last but definitely not least, uh, Lynette Lopez, who is actually our cousin
1: on our father's
0: side. (laughs)
1: Um, We we
0: have yet to meet them, uh, yet to meet Lynette. Um, but we we have met our aunt, Tecla, and uh, our cousin did send in a little bit about um, our aunt and uh, shared that she is the third child of Catherine and Peter Medeiros, which is our grandparents. Yes, And uh, she shares that when she was born, she, she had a very serious heart murmur, mm. which we didn't know. So I'm going to get on her about that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, she shared that throughout her childhood that uh, she was always sick. And eventually had to undergo open heart surgery because of her heart murmur. And she shared that um, even though she was sick and and had to undergo all of those things, she never, ever, ever complained. And even in sickness, she always put her family before herself. Um, She shared that her mother is her best friend. Uh, She's the person that she confides in. And she trusts her with her life as well as the life of her own children. Absolutely. Um, The last comment that she said is there is no other one like her. And so uh, we're going to take a a short break. But I just want to leave our audience with this segment with that. There is no one like your mother in the world. No one will replace her. And if, if you don't have a relationship with your mom today, Um, You know, find it in your heart to reach out to her and have the type of relationship or have a level of relationship with her that you possibly can, because the day will come when she is no longer here. And you don't want to. You don't want to have any regrets. You don't want to have any regrets. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, When we come back, we're going to wrap up the show. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Miss Kame on the Miss Kame show live on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Each year, more than 13 million children are homeless, and their numbers are growing. They are hungry and sick twice as often as other children. They have difficulty in school, and by age eight, one in three has major mental health problems. This message is for the sole purpose to appeal to your humanitarian conscience, to bring public awareness to the flight of women and children homelessness in our communities. Volunteers and supporters are in demand, and you can make a difference for families in need. The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye, therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he would send forth laborers into his harvest.
1: This public message has been approved by and sponsored by Crossroads Kingdom Ministries, CRKM.org. Real people, real life, real radio, really. Alternative Talk 1150.
0: Hey, 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 this is Miss Kame on the Miss Kame Show. I have been in the studio with my lovely sister talking about the, uh, the life of my mother. And Tamara, I just want to wrap up really quick. Um, what, what would you tell people to encourage them
1: um, to reconcile or foster relationship with their mother? You know, pick up the phone or if you're close to your mom, get in the car, walk down the street, go down there, give your mom a hug and tell you love her. doesn't matter what has happened your mother will love you unconditionally. And I just would really encourage each and every person out there listening to just to let your mom know you love her. You go think, oh, yeah, mom knows I love her. She knows. I don't have to tell her. You know what? Speak the words. Say it. Bring it with your heart to your mother. She will really, really, really never, ever forget it. Right. So I just would really encourage you to do that. Today might be the last opportunity they get to tell her. Because it was our last day, you know six years ago yeah. it, just, it just goes so quickly yeah, so absolutely. you know give your mom a big hug give her a big old sloppy kiss and tell her you love her <laughs> yeah it's been a pleasure being on the show with you today Kameh and as always my beloved sister you know you're just doing such wonderful things in the community for everyone today so thank, thank you. you so much for letting me be a part of it
0: yeah you're welcome thank you for joining me uh, love you so much love you too uh, girl thank you so much for tuning in to the Miss Kame Show we will be live on the air next Saturday 2pm Pacific Standard Time tune in live themisskameishow.com um, you're listening to Miss Kame on the Miss Kame Show on Alternative Talk,
1: 1150
0: a.m. She's as fine as